When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rikari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced. It's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. All right, guys, welcome in. Episode 32 of Coffee and Shell. I am No Sleeves, joined by my co host, as always, Kesso. And uh, start how we always do, Kesso. Tell me about your weekend, or I guess your week now. Yeah. We're recording this. We're trying to catch up here. We, we've been trying to catch up. Uh, we've been doing these on, like, Wednesday and Thursday. It's been working out better, dude. Um, and honestly, uh, a lot of yard work recently. I'm enjoying this yeah, warm weather, man. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, during that NHL season, we act like we play, like, a real NHL season, like the professionals. But during, like, the streaming, like, the consistent <laughs> yeah. streaming time for me and stuff, Um I feel like now my mental health is like really good. Um, not to sound like lame or whatever, <laughs> but uh, I started waking up at 630 uh, every day for the last two days. I'm starting it. And part of that preparation is the baby's coming. So I want to be able to wake up like a real adult. Um, hey, let's go. Yeah, like what was I, your normal time? Uh, dude, eight o'clock. And then I would immediately go to my desk to start work. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, it's the home that's the home uh, work from home issues that you usually just do that. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's like I wake up. Um, I'll put Bella outside. Henry will go outside like 30 minutes later. Um, I'll have some water, coffee. I'll log on to my work computer. Um, I'll look to see if there's anything on there and then I'll step away again for a little bit. My wife leaves and then I can start work. I play a little bit of MLB sometimes at like seven as well. Uh, and I just got Rizzo. So I'm really excited about that. Um, that was you just cur- got Rizzo. Dude, I did. I did. I grinded wow. for that. Okay. All right. Okay. We can talk about that for sure. But then, um, uh, yeah, I saw the picture. Oh, uh, what's that? What were you going to say? I saw a picture of Henry just prowling in the. That's a great picture. Dude, that was an amazing picture. He he did look like a predator, like he was waiting in the yeah. wild to pounce on somebody. Um, but uh, other than that stuff, uh, watching the Penguins, um, very, very upset after last night. Um, yeah, kind of a mess, eh? I kind of had a feeling they wouldn't close it out, but this that series is so weird, man. I think they would have closed it out had Crosby not gone down with uh, six minutes left in the second. They were up 2 nothing at that point. Mm-hmm. All the momentum. He leaves. 
Um, and has there been word on what's happening with him? No, because that's so, scary. I know they said that he's going to be evaluated in Pittsburgh, right? I'm hoping it's like they took him out precautionary reasons, uh, head injury. They evaluated him for a concussion. Maybe he doesn't have one. Maybe they're evaluating him again. I don't know what goes into it. I'm not a doctor for the NHL. I'm just hoping it's not worst case scenario and he's back either next game or game seven if there is one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And not to mention, like, they're on their third goalie, like, Louis Domingue. Like, that – I've been pretty down on the Rangers the whole season just because, like – oh, the Hart Trophy nomination just came out, and Shesterkin was one of them. Anytime a goaltender is a Hart Trophy. yeah. Yeah, I, I think that he should be a Hart nominee for sure. I think the Rangers are a lot like the Kings, man. They're just early. They're just like – you know what I mean? Like, they will be – they have a lot of great young players, and I think that, that in like two years, they'll probably maybe win or run the East, but I just think that they're early this year. Okay. Um, but that series has been fun. Man, the playoffs have been super weird because every series is close, but every game is like a blowout. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I haven't watched too much other ones, um, just like highlights here and there, you know. Toronto-Tampa has been really fun. I know. I'm like, going to have to watch believe. that tonight. Um, I, I really want Toronto to win. I just I think it's time. I think it's good for the sport. I think that the sport of hockey is better with Toronto going further because every round in the NHL playoffs, only in the NHL playoffs, does it get less interesting. And yeah. I think that's, be, you know, it's we, we talked about this prior in another episode, but like it just it gets less interesting because once your team's out, the, the, the teams that are playing, if it's not like end to end or like something insane's happening, it's like they're they're playing much slower because they're just tired. Like these guys have gone through like a bad. The first round is like they're the most energized they're going to be in the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. it's there's crazy upsets, you know. So yeah. I, I really think that the, it would do the, do the NHL really really good if the if the Leafs can go a little bit further. And it's time. Like the the Lightning. If the Lightning were to win again. I guess that'd be cool because I like seeing dynasties, but it's like enough. I'm I'm not big on it unless it actually happens. Like you know, and like, I'm not big on it unless it's like my team. You know, like if yeah, the Penguins did three too. in a row, like I'd be like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. They got their two in a row, um, so that was great. If the Lightning do that, like they're up there with like all time teams. Because uh, to do that, for sure. to do that in today's NHL, a three peat yeah. is just like ridiculous, and it's probably not going to happen. Right? They're down three to two. Yeah. Um, hopefully we see it in game seven. Leaves, I, I know, I but dude, they came back last game. I could not do nobody it. And the way they came that. back? Yeah. The way they came back. It was all four of the big guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't they needed some random shorthanded goal from, like, David Camp or something. It was, like, Tavares, Nylander, Morgan Riley, Marner, Matthews. Like, it was the way that it happened, it just seemed like they broke free of all, like, the shackles that they had just mentally yeah. put on themselves. So the Oilers is the one that's worse. Yeah, what's I, going on there because it's it, those games are always like late you're always streaming so i'm, I'm assuming you're watching these games i don't get to yeah, watch like, the oilers and, and kings i've done pretty well gambling on the playoffs not gonna lie bet responsibly mm-hmm. um and the oilers have cost me because it's my bias but like as a realistic hockey fan the, the king's roster is one of the worst in the playoffs yeah and they don't even have doughty like they will oh, the, the he's light- not playing that's how like out of the tune i am with that yeah series. it's okay. like the kings the kings are like what the avalanche were like not even the avalanche i'm trying to think of a, a good comp like they have a t- they have the best prospect pool in the in the in the league and in a couple of years much like the rangers they are probably going to lead the conference um because of how good their prospect pool is and the way that they've drafted just so well but good lord man this this oiler if the oilers lose to this kings team this is like, I feel awful for Oilers fans because you're. It's like the Angels in the MLB. 
you need to see the best player in the world. Like it just made it's yeah. the same thing with the Leafs moving on. Like it just it adds it adds uh, depth and intrigue from people that are just casual fans of or like I maybe mean, they're not fans to see the best player in the world. It's just frustrating because the Kings, no matter who they play in the next round, it's like a Montreal situation <laughs> last year where like it's just the, the if it happens, it's one of the most insane. Like you know like. Because if the Kings made the Cup final, it would just they would just get run over by whoever was in the West. Like same same thing with Montreal, right? So yeah, and that, like, I just hope that I know there were a lot of Montreal wins. fans excited last year. Uh, I I hated it just because it yeah, was like this team's not good. Man. Like yeah. their goalie's playing amazing. I don't want to watch. And there's no this debating team. them that their the team isn't good. Yeah, like, it, there was no debating it. And I saw like with um, maybe it was Game Five between the Kings and the Oilers. I saw like a few like amazing plays from McDavid. Drysaddle yeah. scored like twice, right? But they still yeah. lost. Mike Smith is just he's he has costed them two games and it is just like so uh, McDavid I, I want to bring this up McDavid in his inter- post post game interview like they ask him about what his feeling is on the game and he like just so distraught and disappointed looks up and he's like man you score four in a playoff game you need to win that game yeah, yeah. and that was it like dude like those are those are knives bro those are knives bro it's like Mike Smith you know figure your shit out like dude mike smith uh, for years now he's 40 right like isn't he 40 years yep, old he's over, and he got signed to a two-year contract yeah, so he's always been he is either the best goalie in the world or just complete yeah. dog shit yeah man he's a great hot goalie he is right six four <laughs> that's it man it's it all right so on today's episode guys we're going to talk about uh um actually two esports events the gwc there's some news with that as well as the ihf event that is now back um and i think that everyone needs to pay attention to that because it's going to be one of the more fun events that you're going to see in nhl esports um also our top five top five cartoons when we were kids so stay tuned for that because the top five seems to be like one of our like most like requested things and i think that it's the most fun i have it is it's the best um, part of the podcast that's why we have to say it, it is for great the last it is part. great yeah because we just talk about our favorite stuff like that. yeah. <laughs> that's it um all right so let's talk about gwc obviously you're eliminated uh <laughs> it was announced finally <laughs> that i will officially be the play-by-play voice of the gwc which uh is pretty big for me, obviously. Uh, three and a half years ago, that was the goal of mine in 2019, and I can't believe that it actually happened. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, that so was that'll exciting. be fun. I replace I replace Arda, which sucks for me because Arda's the goat. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. So I will be the play-by-play voice for every online game or every online stream where they where they play online. So this Saturday, for example. Mm-hmm. is the first one the xbox side of things uh the final four will whittle down to or so the final four on each console xbox and xbox series x will whittle down to uh the final four total so there'll be two on each console and then playstation will be next weekend but i also get to go to the netherlands for the live uh european finals so i get to go to amsterdam so that's kind of fun uh, dude i've been to amsterdam amazing is it sick dude okay so uh well maybe we talk about this another time but no no, no, no go, ahead, go ahead so my wife and i whenever we got engaged we did a yeah. uh, we did a european vacation right so we okay. went to london for a day or two okay took the train uh to paris for five or six days that's where we got engaged uh oh yeah i remember got this, down actually. on the knee right you know yep. the eiffel towers in the background oh, and dude. then uh that was amazing uh just like five or six days there then we went to um harlem which is about 20 minutes away from amsterdam by train mm-hmm. and we stayed there for two days and amsterdam's crazy i mean it's probably more fun if you're like 21 and you're like in the dude yeah. all the shit that's there right yeah. um but like 
Harlem, kind of a little bit more quiet, uh, amazing architecture. Uh, city looks, ama- I guess the town looks amazing. Amsterdam looks cool. Um, I'm excited. Dude, been to yeah, you, dude, you're going to have a lot of fun. I'm jealous now. I didn't realize it was there. I'm kind of jealous. Yep. And then, uh, and then, yeah, so I'll be doing that. It's early June. Like, it's coming up soon. No, well, um, well uh, Grizz and um, who was the other person? Uh, Grizz uh, Carl Carlin w- was, yeah, she was joining me. They uh, just they just informed me that uh, Grizz will be joining me as well. He wasn't originally supposed to come, uh, but he'll be joining us. Yeah, so, but it'll be me Grizz Carlin. is going to be hitting up that red light district, huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and then yeah, and then we have the live finals in Montreal in July. That'll be at the entry draft. I know the NHL um, said that there's some cool stuff going on for that that I that I get to be a part of with for the draft and some NHLers. So I'm I'm really excited for that that opportunity. Um, but yeah, it finally it it feels good. Um, it, it feels like this year definitely has doesn't have the same hype. You know. Yeah. So going from Arda Nasher to me and Grizz, obviously not the same panage, but when it comes to like the actual event, um, we're both really knowledgeable about it, and I think it's going to be like I think it'll add a different kind of broadcast. I, I think the uh, people is, that are that watch it uh, from the competitive side will probably enjoy it a little bit more because you guys have. I think, I think so. Not that like Arda and, and Nasher, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, greatest yeah. of all time at what they do, yeah. right? For this specific yeah. thing. Um, but whenever you did it last year, I enjoyed listening to you because it was like, you know, the players, uh, really well and you know, the game compared to them. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's no, my, I'm excited that's for that aspect thought. for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so GVC is just officially starting off for me, like kicking off for me now. Um, so basically my weekends are chalked for the next few, but I also got reached out to by the IIHF because in 2020, it was like my first ever broadcast and my man Arda hooked me up with it cause he wasn't able to do it. And I remember it, it was, it, it's a lot. So essentially what the event is, they are, uh, in 2020, it's going to mimic, it's going to mimic that quite a bit. There'll be 22 countries. They will each have a qualifier for NHL. They will run their own qualifier for each country. The top two players, I believe it's, I believe it's one on Xbox, one on PlayStation. It might be just PlayStation. I don't remember. So don't take me. There's a registration. It'll be open. You can check out my Twitter. It's all there or IHF Twitter. And, um, you'll whittle down to two players and you'll have two players from the U S Sweden, Finland, all of that. Uh, the ones that win the qualifiers and then they will play each other in a group stage and then a quarterfinal semifinal final, uh, to win the IHF championship. Obviously ping is a disaster, but I'm not going to lie. It wasn't as bad as I thought as a viewing experience. Playing it is going to be tough, Yeah, but you like, so when you play in high ping, you don't, it's not, it's not like packet loss where you're seeing freezing. It's just so heavy mm-hmm. and delayed, right? But as a viewer, you can't really see that, right? And there's no way around it, right? Like, there's no way around it. So you go into this tournament knowing that at some point, if you're North American specifically, you're going to have to play on peer-to-peer, and it's going to be real, real tough. It is versus not Hockey Ultimate Team, um, which is another cool thing that, you know, it's finally we're moving away from that aspect. And the really cool part about it is it's aggregate scoring. So at least from my understanding, if it mimics 2020, so um, like Canada and the U.S. play, let's say, it'll be one of the players from Canada will play one of the players from the U.S., and they will play, and the aggregates, the score, whatever it is, let's say U.S. wins 5-2. That means that the second matchup, that the Canadian team has to win by at least three 
Mm. So it's a combined score, which I thought is awesome for an event in esports. I love that. Um, and it's going to be really cool. So from my understanding, there's four groups, 22 teams, top two from each of the group stage will move on to the final eight. And uh, the one thing I, I, I brought up today in the meeting actually was that in, in the first year of it, U.S. and Canada played really early. And I think it was on purpose because of like ping and timing. Um, I mean, I, I floated the idea. I'm like, I would love it if you guys separated Finland, Sweden, U.S. and Canada. Yeah. So that those four each have a group because those four are clearly the best four nations of NHL gaming. No offense to all the European teams, because I think there's actually going to be some surprising ones. I remember the one really cool aspect of the event was some of the European nations that had really good hut players that I didn't know because I don't get to watch them. Um, so like Denmark had had uh, had had one. I it's 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 I'm drawing a blank now. Um, but there there's a player that plays hut all the time. He's in my chat and he was one of my longest followers and could drive me nuts. And I want to say it's Vikes, but it's definitely not Vikes. <laughs> um, and then there was another one from Germany has a few really good players. You've got the Czech Republic's Lady Brunette won Slovakia and she I actually, remember Slovakia that one, actually yeah. won that first round. Like it was just really cool. So it, it's a really fun event. Um, yeah, and they're bringing me back on for it. Um, so that'll be in June or that'll be in July. So like as the GWC is ending, this will just start for me. Um, so it'd be busy a couple of times, uh, a couple of, a couple of weekends for months for esports, I guess, but mm-hmm. I'm excited because then after that is my off season, essentially. Yeah. It's like NHL is toast. Um, any, any, um, sports game is just for the record when it comes down to the last three months of the game mlb i've been really liking though so you've been playing it more or what yeah dude and i love it and i haven't even been playing online um i've just been doing like is uh, that crazy is that crazy the offline experience is fun yeah it is and it's fun because it's like there's that constant progression right and i know it's just like my they're training my brain to enjoy the offline mode but um even then like i enjoy trying out new hitters um just practicing random things uh so like the april awards like all those goals That's that you have grind. to get, it's a grind, right? But like it makes you use new players uh, that you typically. That Taylor Ward card, bro, was. That's dude, the he one. Was mashing for me. That's and he the plays last like one a... I needed. And I, I hit like, you know, whatever. And I got the 500 points with him. And that allowed me to get Rizzo. Let's go, dude. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I've loved that. I think that uh, something that's been critical in MLB is that the rewards have been kind of underwhelming compared to prior years. It looks like this year is a transition year for them, and they're really trying to lock down the the creep, the power creep. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the first year it's going to be tough and annoying because, um, you know, like it's just we're a used to like change for them. High nineties, right? yeah. Like I think yeah. I think the first player of the month was Buxton last year, and he was a ninety six. Yeah, Rizzo was a ninety one, and he's a first baseman, so a lot of people. Were, we're kind of hounding on that because there's a lot of first basemen, including Carlos Delgado. Like, that was sick, getting Carlos Delgado as a card released. Um, but, uh, no, it's been good. I'm, I've am i played, like, 800 hours of it. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where I did a Hutch Hamster on this weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, it's, we're already yeah. back to NHL, huh? Yeah, well, dude, the absence makes the heart grow fonder. I did miss it. I actually wanted to I take away, like, if I could not look at the mode and just, like, load up the game and immediately go into like a hut game i think i'd enjoy it more because it pisses me off how little there is to do yeah. so like if i it just if i just miss playing the game um and i think a lot of people when it comes to nhl that are so hardcore with it like if you were to not play it for a little while you'll get it man i no, guarantee dude, I, you uh, i saw this uh clip somebody posted on like reddit and they had like come back from like a three goal lead with like a minute left and i was like hey that looks kind of fun 
uh, yeah. playing the game. And then I was thinking, like, oh, do I really want to load in the Hot Champs? Do I really want to play that? So I'll give it a bit. IIHF is coming up, right? I'll play yep. some versus games for that. Um, yep. And that'll be my foray back in the NHL, maybe. Unless I just break Man. down before then. <laughs> maybe, huh? Maybe. Yeah. All right, what else we got to talk about uh, here? Dude, dude, you know what I like about MLB? Uh, these random low-rated players uh, that are just fun to use. Like, I was using um, Brandon Lau. Okay. And dude, he just he was sick. He was really okay. good. Okay, is that a, cool? He was only an eighty, um, but like I was just hitting home runs with him. Jordan like, Alvarez, gold card. What dude? What is I hit he? a home, I hit I hit home run. He's a right or left fielder. Okay, he hits like the most comical home runs for me, where my PCI is not even close. Okay, and it's like if he gets it within like the foul tip zone, so like the outer PCI portion, it's like a home run. It. it I don't know what it is. I and I wish like because I'm like such a like gotta have the best cards, it like drives me nuts that I've got this gold player that like isn't like I just love, man. I, he is so good. And it's crazy that so, there's so many swings that are just like it, that we don't have that in NHL. Yeah. Play because everyone asks me like, does he play does he play better? The only way, the only differentiating factor in NHL when it comes to players is are they as fast as their speed indicates? Like, so Yager, uh, for example, Kessler, yeah, that car was broken. There's a few that, like, just cannot get a breakaway, like, cannot break away from other players, even though they have high speed. And the other thing is, do they get knocked off the puck easily? Like, because, like, I always use Pedersen as an example. I think he's 6'2", right? But he's built like a, you know, like a, like, a, I don't know. He's, he's like 180 pounds, 170 Yeah, he's pounds, less right? than that. I, th- I think he's like 170, like he said. Yeah, yeah, and he gets knocked out of the puck so easily because everyone everyone just focuses on height, but it, that isn't the whole thing, right? So, um, But other than that, man, they all play the exact same. Like, they play yeah. very similar, right? Yeah. And uh, in MLB, man, the swings are so different. Like, there's some swings that are, that seems that it might be slower that help out certain players that are always early. Um, and then there's other ones where players can't use those swings. Like, they just suck, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's a really interesting part of MLB for sure. I just like how um, – I don't know a lot about baseball, but there are players I remember. So I got mm-hmm. lucky and I pulled – I think I got lucky. I don't know, like, the value and stuff on a yep. lot of cards, but I pulled that Gary Sheffield from, like, a headliners pack. He's not expensive anymore, but, like, he that was a yeah. pretty sick card. Like, that's a that's a good pull. Yeah, and he's amazing against lefties, I think, right? Yep. Um, yep. But, dude, his stance, exact thing I remember from, like, 15 years ago That's watching cool, baseball. Huh? You know, it looks just like it. That's cool. Yeah, dude, it's just, it's a it's a good game. Like, it's fun. I think they announced, dude, they announced uh, their summer circuit as I get in. I, I saw that, that $25,000 tournament. Dude, isn't that wild? They're so far behind in esports. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. They don't have a weekend league, which mm-hmm. I'm stunned they didn't add this year. I really thought they were going to because they're... They're like hip to what the community wants. Yeah, and you know? so like whether they implement even, or not, they at least address it. What do like the top comp players even stream then? Is it like rank seasons and then like rank seasons a lot, BR runs, things like that. That's oh, it. I went and flawless then this, for the fiftieth time, right? Like that's yeah, that's exactly, it. yeah. Uh, but ranked is really it. So getting like top fifty in the world is like a huge accomplishment. Um, yeah, well, that, but, for this uh, game, right? Because there's millions of people to play it. Hundred percent, yeah. Like there's over like last year, I think the, the there was six million people that played MLB twenty one, mm-hmm. which is just yeah. absurd. But yeah, like esports wise, it's just not nearly the same level. Um, so like that's you know, it's glad to see. I reached out to see you know, I put the put the feeler out there, hoping the uh, the Twitter check mark maybe it works. 
Uh, for to what? See if I could get broadcast for that. Oh, for that uh, that whatever that twenty five summer one? circuit. Yeah, yeah, dude, that'd be sick. I would love that, man. I would yeah. love that. So, um, still trying to get in the MLB community as much as I can. Still making videos. Um, you know, it's it's a tough grind. I think that I forget that you know it took me five years to get to the level of Madden NHL. It's gonna take that with MLB, regardless of my starting point. Uh, maybe three, right. maybe three, maybe three. Yeah, because you have that less. experience, right? Exactly, like, and, and I do what, have a. You know what to do. Yeah, exactly, right. And I have a. I'm starting with a decent, like a good following from NHL. So yeah. a lot of people play MLB that play NHL. Uh, so I played my first baseball game in real life last night. Oh, okay. How'd that go? Pause the subathon. Uh, I thought about bringing them, but I was like, I think we need a time apart. Yeah, and you don't want to <laughs> embarrass I, yourself if it's your first game, right? All, all I, we okay, need is like a GIF it. or like a meme of you the out imagine, there. Imagine, just... bro. That's it. It's over. But uh, no, it was good to like, first of all, I drove to the game an hour early and I just sat in my truck. It was the sun was going down. I was at the, the diamonds that I played are like beautiful. It's out in Niagara on the lake, which is like famous for like wine country. Yeah. Niagara is famous for like wine. Um, so it's in the middle of there we play and it's, it is just so, I just sat there and I'm like, man, I missed this, you know? Um, and, uh, we had a couple new players on the team, our team last year. We, so this is my 10th year in the league with this team and it's a lot of my best friends, like my close friends, my best friend Kyle's on the team. Um, and then my other buddy, my extremely good friend, Jesse, like another one of my best friends, we've all been together. Um, and we've been to each other's weddings or in each other's wedding parties. And like, so like it's been fun, but last year we went one in 15 oh god it was and me and kyle are very competitive and last year like i'm not a great hitter um basically a slap hitter and slow pitch i literally just hit to first base and like like i hit it over the first base's head i bat righty and i just clip it into right field so opposite field and i'll either leg out a double or take my single and that's it shortstop i play very good mm -hmm. so um me and kyle would get really frustrated like we'd get we'd, we'd play the first five innings it'd be close we'd get blown out and then we just drink on the bench like we would just be so <laughs> rattled by it so this year that we brought uh one of the teams folded better teams folded and we brought in like some really good players um and last night was our first like game at it dude i knew that my physical health from the subathon has taken its toll like i just haven't moved right mm -hmm. so and i haven't eaten well and i've definitely gained i'm probably the most i've ever weighed it potentially it might so I knew it was going to be rough. Dude, it felt like I was running and moving with like a 40-pound heavy bag. Oh, I bet. It was it was bad. However, I went three for three, okay. made a couple of great plays at shortstop, didn't really miss a beat, but f my God, dude, uh, it was bad. Then my you buddy got like Kyle, the Jason Giambi build, you know, at the end of, the, it at was the end of bad, his career. It was bad, bro. <laughs> it was bad, but uh, I'm excited to go. It, it made me realize how excited I was for for like the gym. And yeah. I had been missing that since I had gone like psychotic with it in 2018, 2019. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And uh, Skyla seems like she's never gone, like she's never been a gym goer. She's <laughs> just always naturally skinny and small, which is just the most frustrating thing in the world. And but she's been like, like eagerly talking about it and whatnot. So I'm excited for that, right? Yeah. But uh, I am so sore today. It feels like I did a full leg body workout like a uh, you know four heavy sets of bench press like i am it it is alarming that just baseball took this much out of me yeah so um yeah but it, you know it is what it is and I, uh what i was about to say i felt the same way um was it sunday uh you mother's mowing day the lawn and all that stuff? Yeah, dude so like i did that right um yeah. weed whacked um did mulching uh 
you know, I had to carry. a big guy. Like, it looks so clean. Yeah. So, like, carrying, like, the 20 bags. Or, but I was out there yeah. for, like, five hours, like, moving stuff, yeah. doing whatever. The next day, I was just, like, sore. And I know I know that, like, month prior, um, I had, like, uh, my semester was wrapping up, uh, GWC yeah. and stuff, like, work. So, like, there's just a lot of sitting. So, like, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to make it a thing where every day after work, like, 4, 4.30, like, I go outside yeah. and do something. So, like, yesterday, weed whacked again. The day before was something else. Um, so I just, I, cause like, I feel so much better at night too, like mentally whenever I'm just like outside doing something. So I have to add it into my schedule. Um, and this is like the most obvious, like there's like probably like a dude like listening to this or like watching this right now. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like, don't be a fat ass, you know, get outside. But like, it's hard whenever, uh, you know, you have like obligations and stuff that require you to be at your desk. I think like one of the things that Subathon has done is like, First of all, this is an excessive amount of streaming. To put this in perspective, I'm about to pass, or I already have passed. I'm about to hit like 70% of my entire time streamed all of last year. Yeah. In this six weeks. And again, I'm blessed and I will keep it going as long as the boys will have me on stream. I love that. But um, I, I don't think I'll be streaming weekends. Yeah. Until the show comes out. I think that I want to really focus. YouTube, my YouTube channel is taking a hit. Because I, I just don't have the effort or interest in making videos because I'm like, you know, like that's work. And I'm just like streaming all the time. So it's just like, <sighs> so that's been tough. But uh, I will definitely take the weekends off. And what's crazy is that they've always been worse for views. No matter what, like for everyone in the NHL directory. I don't know why. I think the NH- I think people just don't realize how much older the NHL directory skews mm-hmm. on Twitch specifically. But my goodness, it's um, you know, yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty crazy with it, and uh, but I won't be streaming weekends. And something I'm going to take uh, definitely into, into account going forward is, I think I'm gonna take the first four hours of my day, like or an excessive amount of time, like like if I wake up at seven with Skyla until like eleven or noon, even. I'm legitimately just gonna focus on health. Like I'm going to go to the gym for a long time with no time limit or rush that i need to be home to go and do this go and do stuff and whatnot go and do an hour of cardio and i don't mean running i mean walking take my dog for a walk go rollerblade i haven't rollerbladed in so long oh that dude. sounds I fun love. i haven't done that I since i was like 15 dude when i was in high school what i would do every night is um in the summer like in the warm months obviously is i'd strap my rollerblades i grab a balky ball and a stick and my gloves and i would go to my high school because it was very close and what I would do is there was this park, the parking lot in there, it had a row of parking spots and it was like uh, just two, right? So like one and one in the middle of the parking lot. And then obviously parking spots around the edge, but down this middle. And I used it as a slalom and I would try and time myself to see how fast I could skate going in and out of each parking spot all the way down. And it was just, I would do it for hours. Yeah. bro. I just loved it. And um, I don't, I don't know if it's because of Nasher when I was talking to him and obviously he like blades a ton and, uh, it just made me, maybe miss it. So I'm going to go pick up a nice pair of rollerblades and, uh, definitely going to spend the first four hours of my day. Just, I I'm excited to lose the weight mm-hmm. and like, not in like a, now's the time I'm going to get healthy. Right. Like I've done it before. So I like, that's the one thing like I take, like uh, I'm happy about, or at least I know, because I know what it takes to go through and lose. Like I lost over 60 pounds. 
So like I know what it takes to go through and lose it again. Uh, the work required is insane, but like I know the steps, and I just this is the first time I've been fired up to like do it again um, on like just a life, and I just want to be healthy. Like I, yeah. you know, maybe it's because I'm older. Getting COVID. Sucks. I mean, I think it's that and be sitting down for over a month doing a stream. That too, man. Yeah. I, I will be going back to the chiropractor, like yeah. I, because I can feel it when I'm so. Um, I took like 20 minutes to have dinner with Skyler the other night, and I just stood up. I didn't sit um, at the at our at our table or our island. I just stood, and it was painful to stand. And yeah. I guarantee you, a lot of people listening or gamers that play a lot or work from home, like if you were to stand straight, and I'm saying like you're at a pretend you're at a party, like it, it is not you will get uncomfortable because your back is not used to just being. As you watch me sit, I'm like like slouched way down. Dude, like, I always feel that way at any like not after 20 minutes, but like uh, if you're at an event where it's like you have to stand for two hours, and I'm like, geez, like how do people do this? It's just wild. Like, stand, like, like I, I remember working retail in high school. I was like, just dude, about I to say that for those retail eight workers. hours a day. Yeah. Like, good God, man, how do you do that? Like, I couldn't imagine that now. Yeah. But uh, uh dude, so yeah. last night or no, sorry, Tuesday night, I started my okay. summer semester. I have to take two classes. So I'm graduating. Always in school. I feel like you're someone who's just one of those guys that's just uh, never uh, not in school. I know that's what it's been the last three years. So it's a four year program. So I'll graduate in May. Um. But I, in order to graduate in May, I had to take uh, two summer classes. So I have a business law class, and yeah. I have business to business, right? And um, B to B, B to B, right? Dude, these people love hearing themselves talk. These people, oh bro, these people with all the jargon. And it's like I, you know, the type of person I am. I like yeah. joke, but like you probably can't tell I'm joking because I've it's dry. very so, subtle, very dry, so this, but it's there. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the business law class. Um, they were talking about executive <laughs> orders and how it impacts certain things. And okay. the professor is like, you know, a president might feel the need to do this or they might want to do this. So I type in our Zoom chat. I'm like, he needs to cancel student loans. That's what he needs to do. And like nobody laughed. Nobody like even responded to me. I'm like, I probably sound like one of those like insane like <laughs> political people when I'm not. Um and then the business to business class, I tried to fake it last night. So we went around introducing ourselves. Um, okay. You know, like we had to say like our name, um, what we do and why we took the class, right? So like yeah. I go and I'm like, you know, I'm a senior financial analyst. I work for a company that does cybersecurity for the Department of Defense. And then I'm like, I... Uh, nice flex. Yeah. So it's like, I was like, you know, even though I work in finance, um, in my field, I feel like numbers are the least important thing. I've always tended to take more marketing classes because I feel like those skills directly translate um, to influencing decisions um, and communication. And I was like, oh, that sounds impressive. And he just like <laughs> didn't even acknowledge me. I was like, I guess I can't fake it, you know? <laughs> Well, that's good, dude. So you, only two classes. How often are your classes? Tuesday night. Um, it's for like 12 weeks. Um, and then the Wednesday night one is only six weeks long. So I have like five more weeks of it. Okay. So I'll still have like hired a month a, break. What's that? Hired an accountant. You one did? hired an accountant. Yeah, oh, okay. I did. Yeah, we you were talking, talking to that. one last week, right? Yeah, like and a um, couple of like things that like – so like I've been told by a lot of people to become incorporated and like that like – like dude, you got to have an LLC, right? Like, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize um, that YouTubers and whatnot because we don't have a lot of overhead. This is the issue with being a YouTuber and content creator is that you, you do not have a lot of expenses. Mm -hmm. So if you have a very good year – I was blessed and had a pretty good year. There is not a lot you can write off. So your, your, your tax – like I – Took it on the chin, which I knew was going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, hired an accountant. She was really cool. Uh, you know, she had, they, they, they had another uh, customer, yeah, or client that was they had a, a Twitch streamer. So yeah. she was already kind of like understanding of like what costs there are and things like that. I I asked her some. She's a um, a chartered accountant, right? So she doesn't mess around. Um, so I was like, listen, I have like a like my my channel is loosely fitness based because technically it started out like that. Like it's sleeveless <laughs> gaming. It's part of my gimmick, right? And I was like, I had an extremely expensive because before this happened again, uh, I trained last year heavy. Like I went to a professional trainer. Dude was like, it was excessive. It was like four or five hundred a month. Yeah. And he trains athletes, but it was like where I, I don't know. I was bored of just normal training, and and I was like, can I write that off? And she like looked at me like, uh, maybe we'll talk about it. Like you know what I mean? Like so, it was nice to have someone that could definitively tell me stuff because i didn't have any of that right Mm -hmm. like i was just guessing um so it makes me feel good and uh, i'll find out in like a couple days like what the what the damage is but you know that just comes with life and soon i'll be in florida and won't have to pay state tax (laughs) yeah exactly dude whenever we talked last week i I told you that idea for that business right like that uh i actually i i think that's a really good idea I told you, dude. I, I think it is. When you were saying it, I was like, bro, that literally sounds like the start of someone creating a business. Yeah, and, but. and so I went on, uh, I Googled, like, if that was a specific thing. Um, and there was, like, one CPA firm, I think, that said that they they work with them. Uh, but No one like, specializes it, though. Th- yeah, there wasn't, like, a lot of, like like you said, like, special, special, wow, specialization. I, I can't talk. Yeah. What is the word? Specialization. Specialization. Yeah, well, I, oh, my God. Excuse me. So there wasn't a lot of that online, right? And I'm thinking, I I think I would have to do it with somebody, but I think it's a good idea. And I think we could, like, if, if you're listening to this and you're a full-time streamer and you don't know what you're doing with your finances, reach out to me. I would like to test something, you know, talk to you, see what it's like, um, see what your I would, struggles dude, are. I would give you my numbers if you want to try it. Yeah. I, it might not be, it, like, here's the thing. I'll tell you, as a content creator, like YouTuber or, or, or not Angel, a content creator or a Twitch streamer, guys, like, you do not get taught like i would be willing to bet there is a scary amount of people that make even like five thousand dollars a year from twitch and youtube that do not claim it on their taxes and have no idea what to do with it especially yeah, if you're sure. canadian and you probably just assume you don't pay tax on it because it's american i've talked to people that don't even think like that think like that you know so, like, Terrio is a perfect example. So, Terrio in my chat, this is being recorded live, he actually worked with me at my prior company before I left, mm-hmm. and he is becoming a very popular NHL streamer. And he is, I can see, like, I notice his sub count, and, I know, and like, I can do the math. And I guarantee you, like, if you make, like, Five to ten thousand dollars. It doesn't seem like a lot because it's you don't get a check of it, right? Like your sub count goes up and down throughout the year. It's all spread out. Some months you'll have you'll make like two hundred. Some months you'll make a thousand. And at the end of the year, tax time comes and you're like, ah, you know, it's like you know, it's just whatever. You're just you know, it's a hobby. It's like no, dude, like you got to pay tax on that. Yeah. And then there's an amount at which you have to make before you can start writing stuff off. And I feel like there's probably streamers who try to write off like buying four new monitors because they claim they're a streamer, but you're listed as a hobby until you make a certain benchmark, especially in Canada. And you, if you're a content creator, you probably don't have, unless you, unless you are someone who's numbers oriented and like finance and things like that, you have no interest in it. Like I just want to be told what to pay. I'm not good with money. My wife handles all of my, all of our money. I like I, I will literally just buy whatever I want whenever I want. I, money is, money means so little to me, which is not a good thing. 
but like I don't have like I'm just like I can go earn more. I've mm-hmm. always been like that. Even when I wasn't a content creator, like I'd like if I wanted to go buy something crazy, I'd go buy it and then I would just work sixty hour weeks to make up for it. I've always felt that way and I always felt like uh I'm always gonna stumble into like a random two or three thousand dollars. Like my wife and I were talking um two months ago. And we were just look like we sometimes like maybe every month or two we like budget out for like our baby or something or whatever it is like last year was our wedding and I was like oh we could use another like two thousand dollars and then you text me the one day and it's like uh, oh do you want to do the shootout tournament and I was like oh yeah sure and, and you're like the first place <laughs> prize like this much money I'm like oh look at that and I was like oh I guess I gotta win this thing you know <laughs> and uh, it always seems to happen that way and I'm sure you feel yeah. the same way with random things and in, in like you know your line of work. Right. Dude, like I am now about to call the biggest esports event that there is for NHL. Yeah, 2018. I had been I got knocked in like the third round of the Leafs Gaming League the first year they did it, and I had 200 viewers, which at the time was absurd. Like I would average 10 to 20, but because there was a tournament on, and I was like following along the tournament, the bracket, and showing all the other top end players going and whatnot. And I had 200 people, and I stopped when I got knocked out. And I'm like, I don't want to just raid someone. 200 viewers is like, this isn't going to happen again. And uh, so I, I found Josh streaming, and he had no one watching. Like, this was all when we were all the NH, current NHL people were small. This is like the Nuge and Sod era. Yeah. And um, so all the, like, Grant, all those guys, like, they didn't have a following. And I would watch them, and I would just play by play over it. And I did it for like eight hours. And then the I next, remember whenever you started this, yeah, exactly. And then the next week, it was the Washington Capital one, and I did a twelve-hour stream. It was the one where you qual or no, where you didn't qualify. You got knocked in the finals or something like that before you did qualify. Okay, I can't remember exactly, but I remember that you something you got lost at the very end, and it was like a very good series. But I was so my voice, I couldn't talk. But that was all I did. I streamed the whole thing. And I was like, hey, maybe I could like do this or whatever, because I knew that I had to find ways, alternative ways to stream and make money if I wanted to be a full-time NHL creator. Because it's not, it is, if you become a full-time content creator with NHL, and I'm talking like no YouTube, but just Twitch, like you're an anomaly. You've done something that no one else has done. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what are the odds that I end up being that? So I was just like, okay, I'm going to do that. And then I went, I flew myself to the 2019 GWC with the purpose of just talking to all of the correct people that were running the tournament. And then the, I, I did. I met Chris Gallier. And then the next year, I got asked to do like the pregame show with Tactics. The year after that, I got asked to be on the broadcast once. And then this year, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the voice. So, like, it's, um, you know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been good, though. And um, But this, when we were talking, I, I think that everyone, I, I will say this. There's something that I, the way that I've been able to get to like, you know, be make it, make it a living in content creator with NHL specifically, you have to have some sort of like business instinct. You have to have an instinct of, or not just business, but like intuition of being like, this is a good idea that could parlay into something bigger. For sure. I actually have something coming for 23 that I'm in the works of having made. Like, so it'll be, which I'll Uh, talk to you off. Yeah. Yeah. This is what, well, you have to end the stream finally, because I kind of missed those talks where it's like, oh, this is going on. This is going on. (laughs) You know, now it's always live. And I was like, you were like, dude, you're talking about, you should be the, you should be the tax guy for streamers. I was like, bro, there is thousands of YouTubers and streamers that have no idea what they're doing that you could make an absolute killing on. And you have a knowledge now of what being a content creator is like. And 
taxes aren't that difficult once you do them once. See, I would like, like to do you, it not even related to taxes, but overall finan- finances in general. Uh, like just like what, helping them plan their money out better? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like what, what does retirement look like if, you know, for this, you know, depending on how things are going for you, like money management, right? Like what are your monthly expenses? Like what are your goals? Like do you have a family? Like are there certain things you need in the future? Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it would be, yep. right? Yeah, I think that that would be something that you should definitely look into. I have a. Do I want to talk about this on stream? It's kind of exciting, and I, I like the idea. I, this is my problem: is that like, I feel like I'm going to get burned one time because I, whenever I come up with an idea that I think would be game changing for me, I always like to talk about it. But at some point, someone's gonna I'm going to talk about it and someone's going to do it before, but I, I won't. So, I I am obviously the subathon financially has been pretty incredible for myself. Yeah, um, and I don't want to just waste it. I don't want to just like put it into a down payment on a, on a house. Like that would be cool, but I, I mean, no that's in uh, all the money's gone, right? The house is a million. I don't, yeah, and I don't have any interest in owning a home in in the current landscape in, in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and there isn't really a lot to invest in. The only thing I could do is hire like another editor. Like I could that that is really the only overhead that as a content creator I can do. You mean invest in, actually, in terms of your your stream or your content? Yes, yeah. yeah okay. Like I can't I can't really I already have like my stream setup can't get much better, right? Yeah. So what my plan was, you know how everyone asks me when NHL comes out, which card would I choose? Yeah. And I did those who should you choose videos. I've done like 100 and 200 of them in the last like, you know, ye- couple years. And something that's come to me or a thought that came to me was, why isn't there just a site or an app where you can go and say, hey, who would you choose between these two cards? And you can access it whenever you wanted. Okay. And... I think that that I'm I was in talks with a really good website developer that I'm I'm friends with, and I think that that might be an actual thing come twenty three. So what do you think? Will that, that just be for NHL, or would that be all games? It'll be NHL. I would start with NHL. So the the dat the database we will have a database of exactly like HUD IQ and, and NHL Hub Builder. So okay. you know the I will have I will have to hire people to do that because I'm not adding cards in every day. Yeah, and uh, what I will do is I will have a ranking system that is uploaded that I will literally change completely, and it'll start out with one card. So, hey, d- would you rather have this Mural Heiskin in Master Set Player? Or would you rather have this Adam Foot Team Builder? And you put that in. There will be a cost to it, probably like five dollar Patreon because I have to fund the website. I yeah. was thinking like a five dollar fee, like a membership, or maybe I tie that into Twitch sub. I don't know because it, de- it depends on the overhead cost because it's going to cost me a lot of money to build the site. Um, and and then people can literally do it. And this is at any time because the issue is when I stream, I get a ton of team builder questions because that's when I'm live, right? Yeah. And then on my YouTube channel, I had to make a video that people would comment on, but I would get 85 comments in a day. And then the next day, I would only get to like 10 mm-hmm. in the video, right? Um, so I'm thinking that. And then what it could turn into is t- full team builds. So you put in your team, and I'm like, and then it'll show like thing will come up in red, being like, I would change this to this, and go from there. But the first year, that is what that is what I think I'm going to launch in 20, and I am speaking with a app developer that to see if it's possible if they were to pull it from the site that I'm going to use, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. That that's my plan to use with the majority of the money from the subathon. That that makes sense. I would love to talk to you more about this off stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because no, it sounds, I, it's it's the thing that I, I'm now about what no one is doing in the in the NHL. The, if you look back at the at the history of of streamers and content creators, they stick to a niche 
of whatever video game they're in, and eventually people come in and do new stuff and replace them. That is just what happens. You might not go away, but your growth will be stunted. It just yeah. stops. And when you get to the top, there's no more just trying to outwork and whatever. Because like in content creation, you have to give, you have to, you have to be excited. You have to come up with things that make people excited to come back all the time, right? So now it's not like okay, I need to make more videos. It's like I need to make something that no one else is doing. Right, like no one yeah. else is doing this. I need to be the first to do it. This subathon. I'm not the first person to have a subathon, but in the NHL community or among NHL streamers or whatnot, no one has gone 36 days of streaming. Right, yeah. like so that's like something that I try to do like to, to excessively. Right, and I think that like ideas like that, like the who should you choose videos were another thing. Like it was literally like I would just read the comments from the prior video, and you guys ask, but then yeah. I just made my Discord. Like, so that everyone that could talk, because I, I don't, there's not enough time in the day for me to answer everyone. Yeah. That's my, that was my feeling on, and I don't like making those videos because it's a lot of like me saying the same cards over and over again. Oh yeah. It's the same video every day. Right. But it's exactly. just like, instead of this card, it's this card, but it's like, there's not a lot of creative, uh, freedom in it. It's the same thing every single exactly. time. And that gets boring to me, which yeah. will, in the way that I'm delivering the content will mean that it's going to get boring for, here's my other thing. This is like my next project, okay? I don't again, I don't know if I should uh yeah, I don't feel like anyone else is gonna be able to execute this. So <laughs> um and it's funny because I'm gonna watch the YouTubers and see what they do. So there's a new feature in in YouTube that you can now go to as a creator in studio and it will show you it's called research. And you can type in a search, so let's say NHL twenty two, right? Yeah. NHL twenty two. And it will give you the most searched results for that include NHL 22 around that topic, right? So I type in NHL 22. Did I ask you this on camera last time? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe. But I typed in NHL 22. How many, how many um, things that were searched prior to NHL Hut came up? Do you think there were topics of NHL 22 uh, specifically? Not not like hockey, like NHL yeah, 22. NHL 22 specifically. How yeah. to score? I think. Yeah, like how 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 high on the list do you think those were? Uh, pretty high, I would guess. Am I wrong? Give me a number. I would say NHL twenty two. How to score? I would say three. Okay, the first hut NHL search topic when you type in NHL twenty two was yeah. eight. Okay. The first four, dude, give me a blow. Be a pro. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, what the hell is this? Then it was franchise mode and then it was like um, gameplay. And then it was NHL 22 Hut. And I was like, I haven't made a be a pro video. Yeah, that makes you think like, oh, what do I focus? I mean, to me, and that now, a means... lot of it's driven by Nasher. A yeah. lot of it's driven by Nasher because Nasher does be a pro video. And literally one of them is NHL 22 be a pro Nasher. Right? Like, but like that. It was astounding to me. So I have an idea, and it is going to be a large undertaking. And it might be something – what I've been scared about in terms of content creation is like because my channel is basically – it's like it's like uh, live updates. So if I don't upload every day, my numbers take a big hit because the videos I make are like relevant in the now. Mm -hmm. But then in a week from now, no one, gives, no one cares about cards that came out in October, right? So that video won't be watched. It's basically done. It gets its hits, and that's it. So 
what I'm but so what that what that ends up hurting me with is that I don't put a lot of effort into videos that are long form and that take a long time to actually make like two days to make because I don't have extra time on top of that. So what I want to do is a like a hybrid franchise mode that has a be a pro tagged into it where like the cutscenes are taken in the franchise mode. We're following a specific player that I draft and I clip in the the cutscenes. I get the interviews. You know how like the interviews and the cutscenes are all like uh, text to read. Yeah, I bring on content creators to actually just say stuff. Okay, I even messed around with the idea of using GTA as like an outside mm. of like the game like thing, and I was just like, it like I got really really excited about the idea, which makes me happy. It's gonna take a long time to execute, and Tyler is gonna be busy because that'll basically be all he's doing. But just like. You know, you know, like if I sim a game in franchise mode and I win four one, right? Then I control, I control my be a pro and make it so I win four to one and I have X amount of points. But then I have footage of my guy that I can throw into the franchise mode. Yeah, because him and the uh, other teammates are going to the strip club in GTA after, right? Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. why they're tired. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you got to make it PG because you have to get those sweet Nasher 100%. results, right? exactly but like that's like a that's like a grandioso view so i'll probably start dude, off a little dude, bit small dude. on that but terrible idea terrible idea you ready for this <laughs> i can't wait when you had the evander when the evander kane stuff was happening if you have him in your team you have a cutscene and gta with him holding the gun oh my god i'm gonna get canceled <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. didn't, that, didn't that happen to him didn't he have a gun it or something did. he got he, dude he like went to a photo shoot yeah he went to a photo shoot and like they had a picture of him with a glock or something and like it got blown way out of proportion it ended up not being like what it looked like but it was just like on top of everything that was going on it was like good lord but no like i think that like story driven stuff is just completely gone outside of nasher yeah right? franchise mode is you sim you make trades and that's it you're looking at menus i want to put in cutscenes that are like legit so what is NHL 22 packs alert. One NHL player pack and one X Factor choice pack are available now to be redeemed by all players. Subscribe to EA Play. Mm. It is May. Yeah, they're trying to compete with... Uh... Where were you six months? I what do can't. Anyway, I don't even know what you get in an NHL players pack. It's probably like four. It's probably like it's probably like ten cards, two two eighty plus overall cards. Yeah. And an X Factor choice pack. That's t- uh, Dude, that would have been a banger bonus back when you launched the game. Yeah. Dude, I love the comments, dude. X Factor pack in May. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go to our top five, though. Yeah. I'm ready for I our will, top five. Top uh, yeah. five cartoons. Top, top five, five cartoons or- as a kid, right? As a kid. So we're, we're determining 10 and under? Around that, yeah. Around 12, that. 11 or 12 and under. Yeah. All right, yeah. so I'll start it off. You started it off last week, I believe. So okay, my number, number I, yeah, this is no order for me. Actually, yeah, oh, I'll, do it. I'll do it in order. I'll do it in order. Yeah. Um, number five, Dexter's Lab. Okay, okay. I actually, I, it's fun. So I need to preface this by saying, guys, I'm 32. Kesso is about to turn 30 this year. Uh, next April. I just turned next 29 April. So last So there month. is a three-year gap, and what's hilarious <clears throat> is that when we were doing this, like before we started... You are going to distinctly be able to tell the age gap with mine compared to his because I have a feeling yours are going to be ones that I was not interested in because I wasn't a kid anymore. 
So yeah. I did watch Dexter's Lab, and I respect it. I can just tell how your list is going to go. My number five, again, these are going to be very different. Uh, this is very tough. I wanted to say Metabots, but it was only one season. I was obsessed with it, but it didn't last long enough. Beyblade is my number five. I love Beyblade. I did not get into that. I remember people had like the little kit that they would play with, right? Yep. It yeah. was already probably over by the time that you were that you that you became old enough to like play with them. But no, the show was were, actually. I had sick. a good friend that was into it that he had like yep. one of those things. I never got into yep. it. Yep. I was uh it was it was actually it was sick. Uh I, I loved the show specifically. I thought it was really cool. And it was long. But then they always get, like, in the future seasons, always they go to space or, like, do some, like, stupid stuff, and it gets all out. Yeah. But Beyblade is my number five. Okay. Uh, number four, I'm going to go Rocket Power. Uh, great Never show. watched it, I don't think. Dude, I loved it because they had, like, some cool cameos from celebrities and stuff, but it was one of the few cartoons that, like, they would play street hockey in, right? Okay. Um, and it was cool to see that in a cartoon because, like, hockey doesn't get on anything here, right? I mean, I know in Canada true, it's, like, yeah. the biggest thing, but, like, yeah. in the United States it's, like, football and baseball. No, you're right on that. Okay, yeah. okay. My number four is Pokemon. Uh, I, it came out when I was eight, seven years old. It was literally made for me and my generation. Yeah. Um, the first season's like a hundred episodes. I remember being devastated when I couldn't. This is before you could stream it, guys. So you would literally have to just wait a week for the next episode to be released. And I would, it, it, dude. I remember trying to watch that. Like it, that that show was. Uh, well, po- I still play Pokemon to this day. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that's an easy. That's number four for me, dude. How about how long that first season is, though? All the way to Indigo Indigo Road. It's long, man. People don't realize how long it is. Yeah, and uh, dude, it was it's cool in that show. I think you can see uh, who's the legendary Pokemon in Silver and Gold. Is it Ho? Oh, it's Ho. It's in the first episode. Yeah, and he's in the first episode. And Gold hadn't been Gold. Gold isn't even released for like another like two three years. But um, something else that's cool. It's like it follows the game so closely. Mm-hmm. I don't watch any. I haven't watched anything after that. I maybe watched Johto, like, like the next, the Gold and Silver region. I maybe watched that. Like, I, I can't remember it really, but I remember, um, I remember watching the first season. It was so close to the game where you would go to each of the. He's going to each of the gyms and whatnot. It's very close. Like, even when you get like when he gets like Aerodactyl, gets attacked by Aerodactyl. Like that's usually in the game when you could like get the fossil and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing the movie, uh, in theaters and the one ending of one of the movies is it's like it has like don fan who's like one of the new pokemon in johto and and or silver sorry silver and uh and gold and i would be like that is the coolest looking like it was like the next unreleased that was like that rock elephant type thing right yeah, like yeah, that yeah, did, yeah. it had the move roll out right yeah, yeah. the roll out man it's like it's still one of my favorite pokemon like i just did a tier list and he was up there but yeah so pokemon is my number four okay that could be number one on a lot of those um so number three be. is the last of uh the classic cartoons i would say scooby-doo uh the original okay. run i used to watch that all the time um dude we we actually watched some scooby-doo because it's on hbo max i believe we put it on one night because we were like tired and we're like yeah this is probably easy to fall asleep to and it's amazing how many classic episodes there are of scooby-doo dude so we just me and my wife just did that with a completely different show uh so i'm sure there's a lot of guys in the chat that could not admit it at the time just given the era uh but dude sailor moon uh, I really liked Sailor Moon when I was a kid for some reason, but I couldn't admit that like I watched it. Yeah, I didn't course. watch it a lot, but like when it was on, I wouldn't turn it. And uh, dude, that show might have been one of the worst shows ever made. So we watched it. We watched like the first like episode, and I was like, "How did this make it 
as far as it did. Is it, it that bad? God, I never watched it's it. It's god awful. It is god awful. But oh. yeah, okay, it was. But it, it just reminded me when you said Scooby Doo. So. Yeah. My number three is the only one that's uh, I easily. This is the show I probably watched more than anything when I was a kid. Uh, put the most hours into, and that's Arthur. Okay. That, Did that you see? Is like, they just ended the show. I cannot believe it was still on. Yeah, I didn't know it was I on either. I could not believe it because it was like Arthur was like the Seinfeld for kids. <laughs> like that's legitimately what it was. It was twenty minutes, and you watch it like five times a day, and it was like I I loved that show. I watched like every episode of it. Up until I, when I was like oh, 10 or 11, then it was like weird to like it. So Yeah, yeah. Dude, there was uh, this guy in the NHL community named Bob Richards. He might have heard of him. Um, mm-hmm. But t- he used to watch Arthur every single day up until his like 20s. I was like, what in the world? What? You, oh. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> that's uh, all right. That's a weird guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Um, my number two, Dragon Ball Z. Um, Dude, it's the goat show, almost, almost. Uh, it would be on every single day, I think at like 6 o'clock, and I made sure to watch it. There, like, It's just, did you watch Dragon Ball Z? Okay, so I did not. Uh, uh, I had friends who were obsessed with it. I did, like, I know, I, I ended up going through a phase where I, like, bought the game, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm learning this. Like, the issue with Dragon Ball Z was, if you, it was, again, back, I'm a little bit older, so, like, it was in the era where there was just no access. So if you missed three episodes and try to pick up what was going on there was no way to to do that yeah there was no way to find out what happened so like i became really disinterested really because i remember trying to pick it up i remember when dragon ball z when it was like um when it was uh when gohan when gohan was older when they tried to come up with like dragon ball gt they had gt i watched from the start and it was awful yeah that one wasn't made by the original people i think that's why and uh, Dragon Ball Budokai 2, Go Game, Sap Alien Chat, 100%. So, like, that yeah. game came out, and I was like, okay, I'm all in. And there was just no access. And it, it frustrated me, and I just stopped. Like, I remember why I got the the first season. My buddy had it on DVD, like, when you had to have full seasons on DVD to watch something. And I watched the first season, but it just became too difficult to try. Because, like, dude, like, you know, like, Goku's charging up, like, Spirit Bomb for, like, four episodes. And dude, like, what happened? oh, God. It's... <laughs> Yeah, three episodes for the Frieza yeah. saga where he's charging up that spirit bomb. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's an incredible show, and I, I, I wish I would have watched it more. I really do. I just couldn't. It just did not. It was never. I couldn't. I could never keep up with it. So. Yeah. My, uh, my number two? Number two. Yeah. My number two, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! It's uh, probably okay. this. Uh, again, it came out. Yu-Gi-Oh! came out when I was 10, and I was obsessed with the card game like obsessed with it like more than the pokemon trading card game because the pokemon trading card game for anyone that doesn't know this when it first came out again i was seven so like it was literally made for me um and like my 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 age group and uh you you didn't do you didn't battle with them no it was, it was too, too confusing. confusing it was too confusing for a kid to try and actually play the game correctly mm-hmm. so you would just collect them Yu-Gi-Oh was the first game where like it made sense and like the card art was sick the, the stuff used was awesome and the show was good like it was it was very interesting throughout the whole way of it um and i remember again the first season of it is so long i don't know how it how shows did that but um it was like over 100 episodes too the first season and i remember like just like loving it and again it was another show that like i would watch at like a 5 p.m on ytv like every single yeah. day like had like but uh, yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh show was uh, was one of the goats. It's my number two, dude. I remember everybody in like fourth or fifth grade was just playing Yu-Gi-Oh every day at school. That's it was, it, the, it was the best thing. Yep. And then watching the show, you would see like you know 
maybe a new card. Like, Was my out. dragon and like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then you of, could follow along with like the cards as they would release them. Yep. One yeah. of my favorite mo like moments as a kid went to Seven Eleven. Uh, when my parent my parents first got divorced, they went through that phase where they just buy me everything because huh, yeah. they felt bad for me, and I was just like, we like two rooms, like two stuff, like you know what I mean. So my mom would give me like twenty bucks, like to go buy Pokemon cards, or Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like every week. And I remember going to Seven Eleven with my buddies, and I pulled, I bought a random pack of like the first, I, I think they were called Metal Colossus or something. It was the very first first series, and I remember pulling a Red Eyes Black Dragon. And it's not nearly as powerful as like Blue Eyes was in the show or Dark Magician, but the card was so rare. And this again, this is like pre-consumer internet, like 2000 and 2001. This is before like everyone had a computer and it was normal, so you did not have access to social media and to, like it, it, so like, pulling that card. And because it's like so famous on the show, I was like, this is the sickest thing ever, and I will never forget like running to my buddy's house, be like, look what I pulled. Yeah, um, Dark Magician. I forgot about that card. That's a pretty sick Dark card. Magician. Yeah. All right, uh, my number one, I think it's the best uh, cartoon of all time, even as an adult, Batman the Animated Series. I don't know if you watched it as a kid. It started, I think, around 1992. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the few, like, kids' cartoons that can be enjoyed as an adult. Um, A lot Mm -hmm. of, like, mature themes, I guess. Perfect representation of Batman. I'm a huge Batman fan. Um, And I I still watch it as an adult every now and then. I hate superhero movies just don't like them i think it's because they're not i know that they can't be real like it, they're uh, like the, well that's the thing about batman of, right he can be real technically he could be yeah i guess but like there's parts of them that make no sense but yeah <laughs> i guess like batman would be the closest one too but yeah i just never found it interesting i, I don't know why like even spider-man didn't like enjoy and again like i was a kid during when spider-man like blew up yeah. like toby Maguire. i was like 10 when that came out like so uh i get i get the, the reasoning behind it though like that that makes sense i'm trying to think of like there's ones i left off the list before i give my number one i feel like everyone can probably guess given my list already but um like bugs bunny um i my grandma who was like my best friend loved bugs bunny and anytime i i stayed with her a lot when my when my dad uh would have to travel for work my mom they both worked a lot and we would just watch hours of bugs bunny and it was so dumb and i loved it like so like that show could be up there but it didn't hit the same Mm -hmm. it's more of like a good nice memory for me than an actual good show but my number one is the first season of digimon oh god that is goaded like if i I, you never watched the first season of digimon never got into it i was always pokemon and uh in my school in like second grade it was like one or the other and everybody was pokemon that's so sad yeah. I, and i i understand that like digimon cards were scuffed like if you collected digimon cards you were a loser they look so cheaper i get that too. but the the sh- oh yeah the show though and the first video game on playstation because you got to remember that pokemon was was only one game like there was like pokemon snap or all the or like the 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 tetris game and like eh, like just no like those aren't the same um like the first digimon game was like an rpg on playstation one mm-hmm. and you build a city and it is one of the most difficult fun games that you could play and um but man the first season of digimon like i remember being pissed off that i had to go and play like travel baseball <laughs> because i couldn't at, at saturday morning watch like what would happen with like you know piedmon and like you know, metal gururumon they were having this like epic battle and i couldn't watch the, fi- the finish of it like oh that was tough but i still digimon, don't even know what digimon's about uh the brief synopsis is these kids get trapped in like a digital world okay um and they all these eight like chosen ones get like these like oh my god 
these like watches, I guess, would be like, like, and they all end up getting a Digimon like tied to them, and they don't become the Digimon. Like they're like it's like same thing as Pokemon, but like they digivolve into like crazier things. And they there's there's villains all over this island. So they land on this island, digital island, and there's like all these like natural habitat Digimon are like being attacked by like dark evil ones yeah and they basically all of them have to like go and like you know so there's the battles of them are really cool like i will say that like the actual battles i mean it has to be good because you have it over pokemon right so yep yeah the show specifically the overarching thing pokemon beats anything yeah but i'm excited i'm excited to see in the comments like what there's a couple that we left off like recess um was good i went Um, to see that i remember seeing that movie as a kid because i think they had one come out in theaters i was never into the show that much Myself. I remember Bobby's World when I was really young. Um, I don't know if you knew Bobby's. World. I don't know that it, one. It's too young for you, but yeah. I, there's gonna be comments be like, "Dude, Bobby's World." I, I know it, but all right, that's not bad. Against what's our next week's top five? Um, Let's get the juices flowing. Yeah, what are our next is. week's top five? I like this cartoon one. That was a great idea by myself. I think that was a good one. Yeah, um, we've done TV and movies. I was also floating the idea of. Favorite sports teams of a specific year that aren't your favorite team. Oh, so like I, I like that one because I would have like I can't do the Steelers, I can't do the Penguins, right? And I'd probably limit it to hockey and football. Um, mm-hmm. oh, somebody has top five celebrity crushes too. And That's top, a great one. Oh, I'm on the board with that top one. five celebrity crushes in the top year that five. you had them too, because there's different times. Like Absolutely. whenever I was a kid, it was like Britney Spears, you know? Yep, yep. No top five celebrity crushes. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's next week's. I do like your, I do like your idea of your sports one though. We'll, so. we'll table that discussion. Hundred percent. All right, guys, that is going to do it for episode thirty-two of Coffee and Shell. We did not talk a lot of Shell. We talked for that's ten okay. minutes. That's true. We got the mandatory ten minutes in. You're right. Yeah, dude, this is good. Dude, <laughs> right. thirty-two episodes, thirty-two weeks in a row. We're almost fifty. Yeah, we're, almost the, old. we're my the, age. We're older than me. Yeah, by the time we get to, we're five months out from NHL. Oh my god, dude, is that, that what it is? So. Oh my so God. that's like episode 56 or 57. So we'll have a year mm-hmm. under our belts. At some point, Dude, we probably... We're going to cross 100. 100 episodes? Can you imagine? I mean, if we do NHL 23 all the way, right? We're going to... Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I always feel like there's this this uh, shelf life on my uh, hobby here. So who knows when I'll reach that. But... It's never. So we'll you start having fun. I know, right? This is, uh, like I said, this is the only thing I do right now for content. So I'm having fun. Let's go. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. And uh, we'll see you then. Have a good one, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.